Welcome to Today on Broadway for Tuesday, December 15th, 2020. I'm Broadway World's Matt Tamanini. And I'm arts and culture writer Ashley Steves. Ashley, uh, welcome back. You were on Thank a little you. bit of a vacation. I'm I going to dispense with most of our normal banter here because we unfortunately have to start mm-hmm. today's show with the incredibly sad news that Tony winning actress, dancer, choreographer, and Broadway icon Anne Ranking has died at the age of 71. Ranking made her Broadway debut as a replacement hotbox dancer Lulu in the original Broadway production of Cabaret, Mm -hmm. appearing in 12 Broadway shows and choreographing to some degree, sometimes co, sometimes some other weird um, uh, credits uh, in, in that category. But she did that for five other Broadway shows on stage. She appeared in the original Broadway productions of Coco. Pippin, Over Here, Good Time Charlie, uh, a chorus line replacing Donna McKechnie uh, as Cassie, um, and she did other shows as well. She was a replacement charity in the 1986 production of Sweet Charity, succeeding Debbie Allen in the role there. She was also the conceiver, co-choreographer, and co-director of the Tony-winning Best Musical, Fosse, which she also eventually came in to star in. Obviously, with her work on Fosse, she was the steward of her late partner and mentor, Bob Fosse's Mm -hmm. dance style and choreography. Ranking, of course, won her Tony Award for choreographing the 1996 revival of Chicago, in which she also played Roxy Hart, as she did when she replaced Gwen Verdon, Bob Fosse's wife uh, at the Mm -hmm. time, uh, in the original production of Chicago two decades earlier. That's quite the flex, Ashley, when you can play (laughs) Roxy Hart, the ingenue, 20 years apart. Um, While obviously a Broadway and dance legend ranking could perhaps be most widely known for her work on the big screen, big screen as both Kate Jagger in All That Jazz and Grace Farrell Mm -hmm. in the movie adaptation of Annie. Ranking is survived by her husband, Peter Talbert, and her son, Chris. Of course, Ashley, the entirety of the theater, dance, and most of the entertainment worlds took to social media to mourn the loss on Monday evening. As we always say, our thoughts are with everyone who loved Ranking as both a person and a performer. But in this case, Ashley, I feel very comfortable in saying (laughs) that that applies to pretty much every single person listening to this show right now. No question. And you know, as you said, spoke as far as both her stage and screen work, that has to cover such a large swath of people that were fans of hers. And for great reason. I mean, all the shows you just listed, they're so uh, formative to who I am, both as a theater fan and theater yeah. professional, but you know, just generally a person between Cabaret, A Chorus Line, Pippin, Chicago. A- the Annie, the movie version of Annie is my first theater love, which I've talked about on the show before. Sure. I watched it to until the tape of the VHS broke and then I <laughs> just rented another one <laughs> and did it again. Uh, so she is so ingrained in really everything that I've loved and everything that has subsequently inspired the things that are newer that I love now. It's such... A nearly excessive amount of influence, honestly. Absolutely. And when you think about the fact that 
this revival of Chicago has been running since 1996. You just yeah. have to think of all of the people, uh, both on Broadway and then the other productions around the world and then tours that have been exposed to her work and through her work to Bob Fosse's, which was obviously an important part of her legacy as well. Yeah. Um, it's just, uh, it's just mind blowing to think of the millions and millions of people, um, who have seen her work, not only in that show, but, than in Annie and all that jazz yeah. and all of the other stuff that she worked on. Uh, somebody who doesn't necessarily have the name of, uh, of a Bob Fosse or, you know, some of the other people of her generation. Yeah. But again, but, that, but again, has the influence. Like, I don't think there's a single exactly. performer who exists now, whether they realize it or not, that hasn't been influenced by her and Absol- her style and her career. Absolutely. And like you said, so many people were first exposed to musical theater from Annie, in, in which she yeah. was one of the stars in kind of a very non, uh, and ranking role. Like you don't, you think yeah. of her as this it's kind of very, yeah, exactly. And, you know, I, I just think it's her name is never going to be, you know, like, uh, an Angela Lansbury or a Cheetah Rivera or, uh, or even a Gwen Verdon, but her impact. Sure. Certainly, uh, very much deserves to be celebrated just as much as anybody else throughout the totality of Broadway history. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, Ashley, we're going to take a real quick break from the news to turn our attentions to our sponsor for this week, BetterHelp. Yeah, good segue, I guess. Between the lockdown, job loss, illness, seasonal affective disorder, not being able to travel, and so, so much more, there is no doubt that this holiday season very well might be one of the most difficult that we've ever experienced, certainly is for me. However, Mm -hmm. BetterHelp is here to provide licensed professional therapist support in a safe safe, private, and convenient online environment. I, Ashley, I know so many people who are hesitant to talk to a therapist because sure. of all of the barriers for entry, but this is such an easy process. Once you sign up, you can start talking to an actual licensed therapist in your area in less than 24 hours. You can do it via text message, video, or phone sessions, and you don't have to have those uncomfortable times where you're sitting in a waiting room trying not to make eye contact with the other person in the <laughs> in the room. Yeah. It is so much so much easier (laughs) and uh, like we've talked about before if the first person that you match up with as as a therapist or counselor doesn't work it is free and simple to change and find somebody else which is great because you know your therapy needs to be tailored to your own needs and there are so many specialties represented on better help including depression anxiety sleeping grief lgbtq plus matters relationships and more. BetterHelp is convenient, professional, and affordable. Those are all the very most important things to me when I'm looking at therapy because therapy can often be none of those things. Yeah, absolutely. I want all of you listening to start living a happier life today. As a listener, you can get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com slash broadway. Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Broadway. Absolutely. It's, a, it's such a great service, and I hope that all of you out there who might need a little bit more support during this uh, tumultuous holiday season take advantage of or at BetterHelp dot com slash Broadway. 
All right, Ashley, let's get back into the news. As yesterday, we had some, you know, not as bad necessarily as losing a legend like Anne Ranking, but we had some pretty bad news coming to us from London as just a week after theaters were allowed to reopen in the UK's capital city, the government there has announced that they must close again following tonight, Tuesday night's performances. According to the UK's tiered reopening plan, after opening last week, the next reevaluation was supposed to come on December 19th, but apparently the UK felt that things were so dire that a practically immediate shutdown was required. The government announced that they would be going from Tier 2 to Tier 3 in their COVID restrictions beginning in the morning on Wednesday, December 16th. As is to be expected, many of the biggest figures in the London theater community spoke up right away, including Julian Bird, the chief executive of the Society of London Theater and UK Theater, said, quote, Theaters across London will now be forced to postpone or cancel planned performances, causing catastrophic financial difficulties for venues, producers, and thousands of industry workers, especially the freelancers who make up 70% of the theater workforce. We urge government to recognize the huge strain this has placed on the sector and look to rapid compensation to protect theaters and their staff, over Christmas in all areas of the country under Tier 3 restrictions. The billionaire, multi-gazillionaire mm-hmm. uh, producer and theater owner Cameron McIntosh mm-hmm. said, quote, The sudden volt face by the government in deciding to immediately put London into Tier 3 and shut down the West End is devastating for both the theater and the economy. Even worse, it smacks of panic and makes all our considerable and costly efforts to ensure the safety of both performers and audience. I know we'll get there. Yeah. Of both performers and audiences alike widely praised by the health authorities, seem worthless, breaking any sense of trust between us as an industry and the government departments we've been trying to build a rapport with. Now, Ashley, I, of course, sympathize with all artists and theater makers. I really do, because we know how difficult this has been for workers and performers. Fortunately, as we've talked about before, the UK does a much better job of supporting its citizens than the United Mm -hmm. States does. But I have next to zero sympathy for millionaires and billionaires who are upset that they can't make more money during the always profitable holiday season just because there's a, you know, a pesky global (laughs) pandemic going on. A pesky pandemic. Yeah. I don't know what they want me to say about I can't even feign interest in especially Cam Mack kind of doing that passive, uh, passive aggressive thing of it smacks of panic and makes all of our efforts worthless. Exactly. Hundreds of thousands of people are dying. Panic. Panic. Yeah. Sorry. My levels just shot through the roof. So I apologize about that. I'll make a note of it for the edit. So I'm not shocked out of my socks. Yeah. I just like, what do you want? What do you want me to say, Cam Mac, about panic? Like, I don't know what anyone at this point, what, nine months into the pandemic is. Yeah. Pandemic, panic just seems like it's. It's disrespectful. It's disrespectful. It's disrespectful and like oddly judgy. It's like, what reality are you living in? And like, you chose 
to start performances up again exactly. now. Like, no one made exactly. you. And and I understand that there's a lot of financial repercussions for the artists and the the gig workers and all that stuff. And I, sure. I think our sympathy for those people is well established. Yes. But nobody forced you to put a show on right now. No now, sympathy for Cam uh, Mack, who could probably pay exactly. the salaries of all these people oh my God. alone. He wants to talk about considerable and costly efforts. How about that? Yeah, especially when he cut uh, the majority of his staff, yep. even though he's a, a billionaire. Mm-hmm. Now, listen, here's the thing. I don't know that I, if you would have told me nine months ago, whatever, that I would be um, not only appreciative of, but supportive of the right Lord Honorable Sir Andrew Lloyd Webber <laughs> and his efforts. I'm not going like, to go that. I, I'm not going to say any of those words. But, <laughs> well, that's, you know. that's different. Yeah. Yeah, that's a personal thing for you. But like <laughs> the difference between how Andrew Lloyd Webber and Cameron McIntosh, two people who are you know, practically the same yeah, person exactly. in a lot of ways, um, not so much anymore since they seem to be feuding over what happens with Phantom. Yep. But like, I've just been so impressed by how not only Andrew Lloyd Webber has taken the lead on these things, something that we have not seen anybody do here in the U.S. It's but true. How consci- it's very true. But ha- yeah, but also how conscientious he's been. It hasn't been like, how can we do these things to make me money? It's been, how can we do these things to help get us all back? And he's been at the front of the line. Like, Literally taking, getting vaccines. Yes, yeah. Taking the vaccine to make sure that it is safe and helping fund that and then proving that it's, it's safe and healthy. Like, I, look. We are a Sondheim duo here, like, especially you more than me. <laughs> yeah, that has been well established. Yeah. And, but I like ALW more than you do. But like, I yeah, have just I mean, been really impressed by him. And then when you put the, the mirror from him up to his, you know, erstwhile colleague and collaborator, mm-hmm. Cameron McIntosh, like, it just makes Cam Mack look even worse. And I can't yeah. believe I'm saying those words. I know. I, I hate to agree with everything you just said, but I really agree with everything you just said. Cause as you know, what you stated explicitly is that, I mean, everyone is always doing a li- something for a little bit of money. Sure. Of course. But he really is, you know, I was a little bit worried at the start because it did seem like that. And also I've got like, <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> obvious ALW bias. Um, but yeah, he's really been pushing to, uh, make sure theater performers are protected by this. And, you know, there's always different facets of, th- facets of this. So I'm not going to say that he's like across the board doing an amazing job. Sure, of course. But as far as like champion, championing trying to get theater back on track and being in the line to take the vaccine when it was still in testing, like I, I can't, I can't shut that down. That's, yeah. You, you gotta, if, if, if you gotta do what you gotta do, he's another person who could easily pay for a lot of yes, people. But absolutely. if you, you gotta do what you gotta do, then good on him. Who, yeah. Who'd have thought Let- I would come back from a vacation of like four days in the woods and be, here defending Andrew Lloyd Webber. Let it let it be said on the fifteenth day of the month of December, <laughs> the year of our Lord twenty twenty. Mm. Ashley Steves has. Mm. Mm. Oh, let's not let's let's mark it down. Let's get out of here. Let it let it be said. Let it be written. Mm, I got uh, I gotta go. <laughs> you you do the editing. So uh, <laughs> oh, that's very true. Want. Yeah. <laughs> 
Anyway, uh, all right, Ashley, we've got a couple other stories we want to get into before our recommendations. The first is that this coming Friday, three-time Tony Award winner Jason Robert Brown will release an album of his spring 2020 virtual subculture concert featuring former Alphaba and Wicked Shoshana Bean and former Charlotte in 13, Ariana Grande. Next up, it was also announced yesterday that Wooly Mammoth Theater Company in Washington, D.C. is launching a fellowship program in partnership and with a lead gift from the Miranda Family Fund, Lin-Manuel Miranda's family's uh, philanthropic organization. The fellowship is designed to provide talented candidates from historically excluded communities, especially BIPOC individuals, with the resources and training necessary to build their careers as arts administrators or theater technicians. Each fellowship is structured as a paid year-long department-specific position with benefits, including health insurance, and a housing stipend. Now, Due to COVID, the inaugural fellowships will take place over a year and a half and begin as remote positions in the winter of 2021. For information on who is eligible and how to apply, check out the show notes and on broadwayradio.com. Now, again, Ashley, I know that there are Mm. a lot of people, a lot of our cynical theater colleagues who get annoyed anytime Lin-Man's name is mentioned (laughs) or he pops up somewhere. They really do. They do. But... You know, I, I mean, I get it. Like, he is a bit ubiquitous at times, but yep. he has always put his money where his mouth is. And I have nothing but good things to say about him and this fellowship. And if he, if he wants to be a little overexposed at times, but he keeps doing things like this, all the stuff he's done in Puerto Rico, all yeah. the stuff he's done for voting, the drama bookshop, all of those things, sure. fine. Overindulge yourself, Lin Man, because you are doing the work. <laughs> yeah, he's a little overzealous, a little overexposed, but he is doing great work. And I'm notably a Lin Manuel fan, so yeah. there's there's nothing. I mean, I know that there's been you know complicated issues, especially in terms of like the Puerto Rico stuff and everything. But uh, I can't speak to that and wouldn't feel comfortable speaking to any of that anyway. So as far as what I can take with Manuel Miranda, he's doing a good job. (laughs) He's doing a damn good job. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Finally, in this section, actually, on Saturday, New York's WBAI 99.5 radio will present a country Christmas carol as part of their audio stages series. Tony winner Hal Linden hosts as the great Terrence Mann narrates. The broadcast coincides with the first time release of the show's studio cast album available December 21st. As far as I'm concerned, Ashley, anything with Terry Mann in it. Is worth listening to. Correct. Yes. All right. Let's get into the feel-good recommendations. The first one is a bit different. It is not a video. It's not a song. It's not an article. It is a stamp. Because the Mm. legendary playwright August Wilson will be honored with an official commemorative forever stamp by the United States Postal Service, which will be dedicated on January 28th. You can order them online now and all of that stuff. I... I love August Wilson and the fact that this is going to be something that is going to be available forever. There's a great man. I wish I remembered what it was. Mm. It was either, it was either, it was either reply all or every little thing that talked about how stamps get considered. Um, it's a great podcast. If I can find it real quick while you're doing the edit, I'll, I'll send it to you to put into the show notes, but it's, a, it's really, really interesting. So I love this. Um, as soon as they're available, I'm going to go out and I'm going to, uh, 
get, get them all. A, uh, get them all. You know, get a package or two of them. All right. So speaking of Lin Manuel Miranda and Hamilton, a family out in Utah uh, put together one of those great flashing lights displays for their holiday presentation in front of their house, and they timed it up with some very cool uh, Hamilton music. This is something that the family does every year, and this year they are they are doing it to raise money for the United Way. Lin Manuel Miranda, putting his money where his mouth is, sent the family a Venmo of a thousand dollars in support of what they do. There's a great video of it uh, in the show notes if you want to check that out. And then finally, again, I'm going to wrap up the show with a little uh, self uh, promotion here oh, because, here as I mentioned last week, the radio play Twas the Night was released in the Hamilcast podcast feed and on ah, twasthenightplay.com. Yeah. It was released on Monday. Uh, it stars James Monroe Eigelhart, Anissa Folds, Nick Walker, Michael Paul Smith, uh, Fergie Philippe, Jillian Pizzavalli, Patrick Hines, uh, and features Chris Jackson as the narrator. Uh, I did the editing um, for it and the sound Very effects, cool. which I had no idea what the hell I was doing. And it, it was <laughs> a learning right. yeah. um, It was a learning process for me. <laughs> um, everybody else is great, though. Um, so check that out. That's this is amazing. another one of those things. Well done. Yeah, it's, it's one of those things where it is hoping to encourage donations to the Actors Fund. So there is a link mm, at com uh, if you'd like to donate to the Actors Fund as well. It's a, it's a really cool, modern, fun interpretation of Twas the Night Before Christmas All that I think y'all will really dig. That. Love that. Looked, yeah. it, looked it up while you were talking, by the way. Uh, stamps, colon, tiny squares full of secrets was part of every little thing. Ah, I knew it was one of those two shows because like of the podcast that I listened to, it had to be one of those two shows. Yeah, it makes um, sense. So I love that. Yeah. <laughs> all right. That is all that we have for today. Thank you so much for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BWWMatt. Ashley, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at No, This is Ashley. All right, everybody. Have a wonderful Tuesday, and we will be back to talk to you tomorrow. <laughs>